My dearest Lucy, things have not been the same here since you left. Although I'm sure you know that and feel the same. But you must send me everything that is happening over there. I have heard such stories of America from Raymond, but you do know how he lies. He tells me that the roads are paved with gold, and the girls are so pretty the men freeze in their tracks. I still think none of those girls could ever be as pretty as you. Talking of Raymond, he remains the same as he always has been. I know of three girls in the college who think they are his girlfriend. Six more of them are trying to get close to me to try and usurp their position. It is tiring. Every time I think I find a new friend, I find out they're just trying to get to Ray. Not like anyone will ever replace you, Lucy. You know that, don't you? The twins continue to be little terrors. Mother is trying to get them into Durham, but their writing isn't good enough. Father is trying to pay their way in, using Raymond and I as examples of what our family can achieve, but the new head is a bore, and refusing to allow them in on testimonials. The driving mother to distraction. At least I can lock myself away from the worst of their tantrums. Oh, and the housekeeper has had her baby, too. She visits with her often, and she's such a darling little thing. I often wonder, if you had stayed, whether we could have had one of our own. Modern science can do some absolutely fantastic things, you know. However, I feel the distance between us poses a problem for even the most talented scholars at the university. Unless I work on becoming the most famous, most accomplished linguistic scholar on the planet to get accepted into one of your fancy American universities, I fear that will remain as a dream for now. Talking about the university, I have been recruited into a brand new department. I know, I know. The language school was the best place for me, took me in when no one else would. But let me tell you about this new department. They have me on a higher salary, almost double what I got as an assistant. I have my own office, and I lead all of my research. I know, me, as a research lead. It is all my dreams come true. And I even have my own desk, in an office with just one other scholar. Enrique Brandin, although he tells me he hates how many Englishmen pronounce his name. And so he allows me to call him Henry. He comes from a top university in Paris, and he shares an office with me. I cannot believe how lucky I am. The knowledge he possesses is mind-blowing, and I promise, Lucy, I can almost keep up. He is proud of me, and teases he will take me with him when he returns to Paris as his protégé. I declined his offer. Paris will take me even further from you. Anyway, listen to me, Waffle. I haven't even told you what the new department does yet. Well, the field team uncovered a new tomb in the Hashemite kingdom of Iraq. And inside are texts of the likes I have never seen before. Honestly, Lucy, these texts predate the earliest known forms of paper by what I predict could be centuries. They have the possibility to change everything we have ever known about history, ancient and modern. We are standing on the brink of one of the most important discoveries we have ever had, and I am stood at the bow of the ship. And... As one of the leading British scholars of Sumerian and other related texts, they have asked me to join the effort to translate them. It means I am ever so busy, and takes away a lot of the time I have for writing to you. But I promise, once a week, just like I promised when you left, 
even if it takes longer than that to reach you. I will continue at this frequency. I can always take away an hour of sleep here or there. For like you always said, sleep is for the lazy and the dead. And we cannot afford to be either. All these nights sat here, writing by the light of the candle, remind me of when we were children. And that little device you invented, to allow us to sit and read far past bedtime. Please promise me you're continuing to tinker there as much as you did here. No matter what your father says, I still believe you will become the greatest inventor since Da Vinci. Or perhaps I should say Thomas Edison. Now you're on American soil. No matter. Neither of them can hold a candle to you. My brilliant, fantastical Lucille. One day, Lucy, we will become the most powerful couple in the world. Just you wait. But for now, I must sign off this letter. I have a lot of work to do tomorrow. A lot of words to try and translate. And with every word I shall be thinking of you, and missing you, and hoping that maybe you miss me too. Yours in heart, body and mind, forever and for always. Dottie. My dearest Dottie, I received your letter this morning. I have already sent one letter to you, and I hope you receive it before this one, for I promised I would write within the week. Despite that, I was desperate to reply to your letter. Just reading your words makes me miss you even more. I imagine you reading them, your voice and your inflections. There is talk of a telephone that can make calls across the entire Atlantic Ocean. Maybe we can set a plan for me to run away to New York and break into the facility to call you. Hearing your voice again, it cannot come soon enough. Raymond, like always, is full of it. This city is a dirty, ugly thing. A cesspool of disgust and horror, much more like the dark streets of the North than what we are used to at Oxford. I love it. It's nice to hear that the twins are just as troublesome as always, that they're not forgetting what I have taught them. I would apologise to your mother, but, well, she always hated me anyway. Old Bag deserves everything she gets. Father's new job takes him out of the house a lot, and Mother has her whole new society to try and rub noses with, which leaves me with a lot of time alone. Father has forbidden me from my tinkering, as you well know. But he has never been able to stop me before, and now there's no nanny around to watch me, so I guess he is out of luck. I have more than enough ingenuity to get around him. I took some of his clothes and used the skills that we learnt back at school to sew up the seams tighter and cut off some of the lengths. Do you remember when I played Robin Hood in that school play, when Miss Thomas used the fabric to bind my chest and twisted my hair up under my cap? and Peggy Jane said she was attracted to me, even though she's straight as a board. Well, let's just say I'm sure Mother won't miss her old dress now she's keeping up with the latest fashions. A little motor oil on my face, and I am almost unrecognisable in case I run into someone in the city. There is a store in the market that stocks and sells old motor parts. I know they are stolen, I'm not as stupid as he thinks. But they're cheap, and no one really asks questions about what I'm doing with them. 
The man thinks he's ripping me off, but even with the prices he's charging, it's cheaper than getting this quality anywhere else in the city. All I need to do is repurpose them, or refit them, and sell them back onto the market and I will be able to get my name out there. I called myself Luke Austin, after that author that you love so much. On the same street where the dodgy trader sets up his stall, there's a pub that reminds me of that place we went in Dublin that summer when we first started dating. It isn't one of the pubs that they have that they advertise as being Irish, but the man behind the bar is very polite and doesn't question me about where I come from. As a bonus, the whiskey he stocks is some of the best I've tasted over here. I spoke with a couple of guys there. I think I impressed them, and I have some inns to find some rarer materials. I am ever so excited to hear your news of your new job. I've never heard of this Brandon guy, but I wasn't expecting to. If you say he's a big deal, then he obviously is a big deal. And I don't want to accept you, but maybe take the opportunity to go to Paris when it arises? The few hundred miles doesn't make much of a difference when you take into account the thousands between us. What is a day or so added on to the journey of weeks? And Dottie, I remember the way your face lit up when we visited the Eiffel Tower. Paris is your happy place, my darling, and it would pain me to take that away from you for any reason. Plus, think of it this way. If you get your own professorship, then you can choose where you study. And I hear that the university here has a linguistics department. You're smart, Dottie. You could be over here within the year. I truly believe that. I will await your next letter excitedly, as promised. I understand there will probably be nothing responding to this letter, unless it gets there very quickly. Maybe we allow for a little more time between letters. Surely waiting for nine or ten days between them is acceptable. Not that the time between each letter doesn't drag on and on for me as much as it must for you. Let me know in your next correspondence, as it is not my aim to upset you. One day, my love, we will be together again. I don't think you will enjoy this city as much as I do, but I know you will love the forests upstate. I will make you a crown of flowers, like we used to when we were kids. Forever and always yours, Lucy. Lucy.